Hello, everybody. Hello. I am Strati Papa Georgiou. And I'm Father Michael Tischel. And we are... An... Imperfect Podcast. Podcast. Cue that music. Just cue music. to talk or not no are, don't yeah. talk no. <laughs> yeah no you're you good you want really yeah. you can interrupt us if you want it's not like yeah, yeah. we should have said that before we started you could just yeah. literally no 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 I, I gotta let you get the proper intro in first oh yeah you better so, believe yeah. it yeah. yeah this is exciting cool. this is exciting it is exciting the, what's sad. happening right here with three people uh in different drastically different time zones yeah we're, um, we're we're communing over time and space here. We 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 actually managed exactly. to to do it, so I, this is going to work out. Yep, and we're excited to have back with us for part two of our conversation, Nikolai Justin Bingham, um, ha hailing all the way from uh, Japan. What uh, what? Yep. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, so yeah, Nikolai, we're 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 really excited to have you back. Well, Father, thank y'all for having me back. I'm uh, grateful to have this opportunity and uh, even more grateful that the alarm on my phone actually worked um, <laughs> so I could wake up. And I'm also also grateful for the fact that today is it's currently Friday for me here in Japan. Uh, right. That I don't have I don't have work today. So mm. this is hey. just awesome. So That's as soon exciting. as this is over. I can go back to sleep. <laughs> oh, nice. Don't, yeah, so don't drink too much coffee now, I guess. Huh? Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Well, how, how have you guys been? How's everybody doing? Great. I talked to you yesterday, Father Michael. I know. Yep. So not much has transpired since then. You uh, did a lot. You did pick yeah. some uh, I was just about to fruit. say, I just, I just, yes, I picked a few fruit, a few fruits, a few, <laughs> some fruit. Selections of fruit. Something I'm like forgetting that. my English. It's yeah, fine. that's okay. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> and Nikolai, remind us where in Japan you're located. Yeah. Um, I am currently in uh, Chiba Prefecture, which is like right next to Tokyo. Like right, oh. like Tokyo Station is about 35 minutes from my home station. So yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Excellent. All right. Well, I think we should just jump right in and. Uh, well, you know, the last episode. Let's yep. just say a lot of Please. times trans well, a bit of time has transpired and so like we kind of forgot what happened okay. at the end. I believe Nikolai, you were you were singing to us. And then oh. it cut off. That's right. Cut no. That's right. No, I believe I believe I finished that song. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't think I don't think there's any need to bring up that old tragedy. No, yeah. Um <laughs> you I, I, I was I was in the middle of singing something and then yeah. By providence, lightning hit, and apparently, <laughs> yeah, apparently, the Lord, the Lord was like, "Yeah, no, you're good. No, you're done. <laughs> That's, That's what you get for that warming up." 
No, yeah. man, that was it was that was that was very moving, but it was yeah, it was, uh, it was a, an abrupt end to our conversation. Yeah. Lightning, something happened. I don't know what happened. Right. So where were we in the story as far as your your journey to Japan? I know you had visited a, a couple times, yeah. if I remember correctly, and then and then at some point you you actually decided to take the plunge and uh, and you've been there for seven seven years, is it? Yeah, seven years now. Um, so this is technically my third time being in Japan. Um, mm -hmm. Obviously, it's the longest. But um, to kind of recap that. Um, Actually, I never think I actually went through the reason why I came to Japan because there's a lot of a lot of countries, you know, sure. in the world. Um, so when I was uh, growing up, um, our next door neighbors were um, uh, an American Japanese family, um, and the I think the the mother the mother was Japanese and the father was American, and I think they both met in uh, think Okinawa. He, he, uh, he was a, a military person. I think they met in Okinawa. And um, what the family did was they would, they had these like huge collection of tapes of, you know, Japanese anime and TV that they recorded. And so like when I was real little, you know, um, they would let me and my brother borrow them and we'd just sit there and watch like Dragon Ball and all these like Japanese TV shows. And, uh, at that point, it's like, okay, I'm, I'm going to Japan. I have no idea why. <laughs> I have no idea what these people are saying, but I'm going here. And and the, the best way I can articulate this, y'all call my mama and ask my mama, it, it was basically like there was a voice in my head yelling at me to go to Japan. Like, I cannot express to you enough how much it was like, I have yeah. to go here. And then I went in 2010 to Fukuoka, which is the, which is on the island of Kyushu. So Japan has like three big islands. I think in total there's like six thousand, but they're three big ones. And Kyushu is the um, biggest island, like to the west, right? And Fukuoka is at the top. And by the way, the church that I found was in Fukuoka is about the size of the room i'm in um which Tiny. yeah with that that's a whole that's that surprised me when i found that out uh so i went there uh in 2010 uh which was about the t which is the same time i started kind of um inquiring in the orthodox church um and then that was just to go to Japan, right? To study abroad, just to be in the country. Uh, the second time was after the disaster that happened in 2011 uh, with the big tsunami and the earth earthquake and the nuclear right. power plant, right? Um, so that happened, I saw that on TV and I was like, yo, I need to go to Japan again. And so I, you know, um, submitted uh, my little essay to this um, uh, like ambassador program mm -hmm. at my university because my university, MTSU, MTSU, um, was, <laughs> I just started randomly doing that. Um, and the university in Fukushima were like, hey, we're going to do this thing where we're going to get some students from Fukushima University 
we'll get some students from uh, MTSU and we're going to do this thing where we're going to do like a kind of like ambassador program uh, to try to, you know, lift spirits type thing. Nice. Um, so they picked 10 folk from all over the university and thanks be to God, I was picked and sent over there and we, we spent like a nine days going through the disaster area looking at this stuff. I think I mentioned some of this last time. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that drove me to being here now. Mm. Uh, cause after that happened, I was like, okay, I have to go back to Fukushima. Mm. Um, and then, you know, I think also mentioned last time, um, I found my job now. Uh, and then I left like on the same date as the earthquake disaster from the U S mm. um, and, uh, and you're working so as a, as an English teacher at the moment. Yeah, I'm working as an English teacher now. Um, it's now it's for a different company and uh, me and my wife moved, um, from Fukushima. She's from Fukushima, but the, the reason why I'm here now, uh, is originally because of that. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so I, I would like to just ask, I mean, you mm-hmm. know, you are from Tennessee, you're African-American. Yes, Yes. You are uh, married to a Japanese woman, right? If I'm not correct. Yes. If I'm not. Yes, sir. And, and you're living in Japan. Like how, how does Mm -hmm. that all work? How, how, what's, what's your experience of all that? How did you meet your wife? Our our fans really want to know. No, no, you don't. No, you really don't. Cause if (laughs) I tell you, it's not going to make you happy. Oh (laughs) boy. Cause, cause, cause my wife actually, I should probably wake up and get her to tell you. Um, <laughs> so what what happened was um, uh, when I came here for this job, so I came or not not this uh, English teaching my previous company back in 2013. Um, one of the uh, people from that program that I joined, the volunteer program uh, after the disaster, he hit me up. He said, "Hey, Justin, we doing this." Um, like I have this little English group of people that I just kind of teach on the side. Would you, you want to come up and um, just talk to them? I was like, okay, yeah, okay, sure. Whatever. I got time. So I went up there and um, I had just started learning Shigin, the the chanting, right? The, the poetry chanting. Mm-hmm. And I went there, talked to everybody, uh, did my little singing, did my little performance. Cause like not a lot of Japanese people do that. And, like no foreigners basically do it. And so that was kind of like, that's kind of my, my thing when I want to impress people say, Hey, yeah, I do this Japanese poetry singing that, you know? Yeah. Uh, and then from my wife's perspective, this is how she'll probably tell you. She really didn't like me and (laughs) thought I was really just overly American. Like, Hey, I'm American. Right. That type of thing. But then after, Uh, after I did the, the little singing, she, she thought, huh, okay. He really likes Japanese culture. Huh. Huh. And that's as far as it went. Huh. And then, um, <laughs> Lord. And then, uh, you know, we just, we started talking to each other and me, I'm one of those, you know, So she was uh, one of the students in the class. Yeah. Yeah. She, okay. she was one nice. of the people there. And yeah. then after the, the class finished, we just started talking to each other. And I'm one of those like super confident people to where like she messaged me back and I was like, a woman messaged me first. 
whoa. <laughs> and then so then, you know, uh, so we started talking for a while and then, um, you know, we eventually um, started seeing each other. And then I brought up this question to her. This is the thing I got to really commend her for. Um, I said to her, I said, hey, I'm, I'm Orthodox. Or at least I'm trying to be Lord have mercy. And, um, you know, later on in the relationship, say, hey, we need to start talking about marriage because, you know, I, you know, get guests to be proper um, about things. And she's, you know, just regular Japanese person. And if you ask, or if, if you kind of ask this question, are Japanese people religious? A lot of people would tell you no. But um, I think I maybe I mentioned this last time, it's Japanese people don't probably process that question the same way. Um, but uh, for all intents and purposes, my w wife wasn't really religious in any real conscious level. Mm -hmm. um, and I said to her, hey, uh, you know, I I'd like to get married to you. Uh, I, <laughs> oh, if my daddy hears how I talk on this podcast, he's going to He's probably going to be real proud of me, actually. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, boy, boy, you, boy, you, you did well. <laughs> so, um, I, ra I raised you well. Yeah, and, oh, my family's so country. Anyway, um, <laughs> what did I talk about? Yeah, and then, um, so I said to her, hey, okay, we need to have this talk, because for me, this is really important that I have a religious wedding. I have a wedding at a church, because it's, it's something that's really important to me. And we had like a year long religious talk. Hmm. Um, thanks we got her mom. Her mom was really just like, oh, okay, fine. Well, you getting married to him. And she's more the older kind of, well, my wife's older than me. And her mom is kind of, her parents kind of had slightly that more traditional Japanese way of thinking. Well, you know, you, you marry him, you know, he's a slightly different religion. You join his religion. Okay, that makes sense. Because you right. have this this kind of dual thing in Japan with Shintoism and Buddhism. And um, you'll have like a family that's primarily Buddhist. And when they get married, the other, the partner's predominantly Shinto. And then one will just join the other. So it's like, mm. okay, whatever. You know, so I, th I think that's the, the mindset her mom was coming from. But thank God for that, because there was a worry that um, her, her parents would be um, kind of against the whole, uh, her, you know, their daughter become Christian, but they were very like, well, okay. Um, oh, yeah. okay. Remind me to, to tell you about how I proposed to her. Cause I never technically proposed to her and also the whole lead up to the wedding. That's another thing. Mm -hmm. And so, so we had this like year long, slow conversation and th that was very helpful for me uh, because it, it kind of taught it that whole thing taught me patience because I've seen you know a whole bunch of orthodox podcasts and stuff about you know finding someone that has the right uh, that you can grow with spiritually and has that same foundation well I, I didn't do that uh, <laughs> I, I found somebody who had no no connection to my 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 spiritual outlook on life basically at all and when i consulted my main priest here uh who, who's, who's japanese I asked him i said father 
what do I do? You know, because you know, I want to become Christian. I want to do this. And at that time, it wasn't thinking back on it. It wasn't really I want her to become Christian for her salvation or anything. It was just I want her to do this because I want her to do it now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he kind of noticed that, like, no, that's not how it works. Is that what you do is you let her slowly in her own time come to realize who Christ is and come to realize what it means to be a Christian. In other words, boy, be patient. (laughs) And and there's even in that little statement I just made, there's whole other little tiny moments that just surprised me. Like I remember one day, like I forget, I was leaving for work, she was leaving for work for something. Uh, we were getting ready to leave and like she hugged me and then I felt that she made the sign of the cross on my back you know like she was blessing me before I left and I kind of stopped and was like wait what did you just do (laughs) I was like like, did you just cross me and she's like (laughs) she's like yeah I was like whoa (laughs) you know (laughs) maybe I do need to be patient you know um yeah um yeah yeah Uh, yeah that's cool yeah, I'm trying to keep what, it. What's, as what's your bites. wife's name? Her name is Shoko, uh, which means oh. like Shoko. Yeah, which means uh, I think it means like blessed child. I think mm. nice. I need to wake up and double check. And her uh, her baptismal name is Irene. Oh, very nice. Mm. Beautiful. Which is also the same as that as the famous Japanese iconographer Yamashita Dean. Well, her Japanese name was Dean, but her baptismal name was Irene, hmm. uh, which I think maybe in one of these books. She told me about her, yeah. Yeah. Like, you can show me her work. She does like, she did like, yeah. Yeah. 19th century iconography for the churches there in Japan. Wonderful. Yeah. And there's also oh. a few people now that are trying to become like professional iconographers here in Japan. It's kind of a, a tough situation out with their people that are trying to uh keep that going yeah that's wonderful. yeah so yeah so what what is the sort of the st- state of things uh the, from the perspective of the church for the people listening um what's it look like on the japanese landscape uh, and you can be as honest as, as... uh-uh or you can just lie to us and Mo- tell us just yeah i'm gonna do that i'm gonna do the second one i'm gonna be the happy i'm gonna do the happy option um no okay so it, it depends um on one hand like people here are getting so wonderfully creative like um i gotta have need to look up the name of the, the church i think it the Kushiro Church in in Hokkaido. Uh, shout out to Father Stephen because Father Stephen is uh, is just going hard on that, and he is doing. Um, he started I think about a, about two months ago doing uh, recordings of the uh, his homilies. This is all for like the Japanese people because there's not really a lot of stuff uh, available, yeah. so he started doing um well a whole bunch of churches across japan have started doing the live streams just like you know a lot of churches in the world are doing now right yeah. um 
a couple of the churches. Can you, can you um can you send me some of those? I'd like to watch them once in a while. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Um, oh yeah. Um, there. Uh, so a couple of churches are doing the liturgies. Um, even even the church in uh, also the church in Korea. There's there's a connection. Like some of the people are are real friendly. Like I know some people that are connected to the church in Korea. And the church in Korea is also doing that thing too, which is if you ever get a chance, look up the church, the Orthodox Church in Korea. Oh, they, yeah, they're familiar. they're more with the Greeks, and oh my gosh, right. their churches are pretty. Anyway, um, so you know, there's that. There's the YouTube. There's um, the church in Osaka, and in one of the churches in Sapporo are trying to do these online lessons. Ministry. Yeah, um, like. Uh, Again, Father Stephen in um, Hokkaido is periodically will do these kind of Zoom episodes, kind of mm -hmm. like this, with um, yeah, you showed me yeah yeah a friend in oh, where's where's John living in Croatia I think Croatia's mm -hmm. in Croatia uh, a Japanese uh, a graduate of uh, I think Saint Vladimir's and they do these talks cool. about a couple different things um, one of them was. Um, you know, if you're recently uh, catechized or you should just get baptized, what are some books that Father recommends reading? Um, they talked about, uh, I think they did an episode about um, the uh, Chalcedonian and non-Chalcedonian churches. They did, they did one where they had, I think, a chaplain, a, a, a hospital chaplain. They have chaplains, hospital, yeah, hospital totally. chaplain, and they spoke with her about stuff. So they're starting to like you're starting to see a little bit more content coming out um, mm. for Japanese people. Um, yeah, that's important. Yeah. Yeah, and in Osaka um, with uh, Matushka Matsushima and Father George Matsushima, they they do a lot of translations. Uh, they do a lot of translations. Um, like they're working on. Okay, I'm just going to say it, you know, if I get in trouble, I'll get in trouble. Um, they're working on, they're almost finished with the Japanese version of, of, of Metropolitan Callisto's where it's the Orthodox way. Oh, wow. So so that's going to be coming out sometime relatively soon. Uh, but one one concern they had, because we, we had like a Zoom talk with them and a whole bunch of other people, they're like, you know, who would buy it? Because unfortunately, the church is in Japan is really 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 small right like the church me and my wife goes to or you know that i serve at is the church in fukushima and now it's like what five people six people if you include the priest wow and um they're like all in their 80s mm. you know um yeah so it's it's the on one hand it's like there's a lot of uh uh kind of um really good innovative ideas coming out now like zoom oh also like um uh, matushka maria she's going to be doing the one in, in osaka i think this month and next month she's going to be doing like an online thing about um church singing which she already made a youtube video about it uh explaining like byzantine chant um tsunami hmm. uh, like she like Oh my gosh, like you need to talk to her because, well, obviously her English is fantastic because she does all this translation work. And she's just, that too. I'd like to see her videos as well. Yeah. 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 Really and neat. actually, the, the reason why I know her is because 
some years back when I was in the States, I was doing some research. And this is, I think, after I came back from studying abroad, I was like, hey, how can I get like a Japanese prayer book? And I found her online and I messaged her and she was able to send me one. So I need to really get y'all in touch with her. Um, but I mean, another thing is it's kind of a sad situation, like the main cathedral in, um, in Tokyo has been um, uh, inaccessible to the, to oh. the faithful for a while really they haven't opened yet yeah it's yeah that's a that's a yeah that's that's a that's a conversation uh, yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so what i did i was uh, like last week i was i was going to this like japanese themed like like bar place to kind of meet some friends and you know do some you know networking as i wait i got some extra time let me run by uh the church real quick just to go there because you know um, I mean, standing out front of it is better than nothing. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. um, I, while I was going up the stairs, uh, to walk towards the church out of the, the train station, got the email that said, yeah, September, the, the church won't be open in September. And I was like, okay, all right, That's cool. then I'm gonna just, I'm gonna go to the gate. I'm gonna stand there and I'll do my prayers there. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and I did that and that felt awesome. Like, that was yeah. cool. I think I think I'm gonna do that again. That was, that was pretty. It was pretty beastly. Yeah. I was like, I was like, yo, that, that's what's up. I like it. Um, so, but you know, I mean, that's it. Okay, it's you know, that's one part of it. Um, uh, you know, there's a lot. I think that. Uh, yeah. I mean, but, but but then again, all this is just my perspective. Like, it, to to really get. Uh, a better perspective it'd be best to ask more of the Japanese faithful because they would know well, far can, better than me. Yeah, in, in line with that though, um, Nikolai, can you just maybe reflect on how you see Saint Nikolai of Japan's kind of legacy and work and, and you know, um, struggle? Um, you know, we were talking about how he 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 came to Japan. He from Russia. He he spent years, like six seven years, just studying the the culture, yep. being very sensitive to the place that he was kind of going to, so, so as not to kind of um, you know impose any any of the cultural elements, um, right. you know, from the faith that he was taking from Russia, and to really mm -hmm. allow the, allow the gospel and the church to kind of grow naturally and. So he obviously put in an enormous amount of blood, sweat, and tears um, mm -hmm. into the church in Japan. And um, I mean, obviously, none of us are are clairvoyant or prophets, but like, can you can you reflect a little bit on on how you sort of see his the connection between his vision for the church and where the church is now? Uh well, I, it, honestly, it'd be better to ask somebody that that's more consistent in their church going. But from <laughs> what I've, all the things I've heard of and I've seen, because there's, you know, lots of stuff's been happening. Um, and when did he live again? When he was in the he, 18... He he was in Japan from the eight, early 1860s until 1912. Okay. Gotcha. It's a, it's a 1860s or not? Eight, yeah, 1860s to, to 1912. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
And, you know, um, I think, well, one, the church is still here. Sure. Which thanks be to God for that. Uh, but if I'm be, if I'm gonna keep it 100, it, it, it needs a lot. It needs a lot. Cause it's basically, it's, it's, it's aging. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, that bothers me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, like I'm okay. Y- y'all can, y'all can take this, this next part out, but this is, I think it, um, really speaks to that whole goal. Right. So we, we, we told that, that the gospel is for everybody. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and in, in the scriptures, we see Christ going out, talking to all types of folk from all types of levels of society. Right. Like sure. it, to put in the modern terms, drug dealers, you know, prostitutes and all these other folk. Right. And they're sitting there thinking, we'll hold up because I'm a very simple, overly simple minded person, but I'm like, wait, that way we supposed to talk to everybody. Right. But we're not talking to everybody. And I think for a multitude of reasons here in Japan, like resource wise, the church is just really, really small. Mm-hmm. Um, culturally, uh, I, this, this is just full speculation here. Like culturally, it's, it, you know, um, there's a lot of like in Japanese culture of kind of keeping peace, like social peace. You don't want to disrupt things and embarrass yourself or embarrass other people but part of me has these like little thoughts of like well japan has a really um uh, i don't know how to say it like colorful um uh, industry that focuses on carnal things. There we go. That's that's using ah. your big boy, big boy words. Um, and that, that's that's subtlety right there, bro. Uh, okay. Um, and so, but, but part of me has been thinking seriously, like, okay, is it is it because we shouldn't, or we don't know how to reach out to that vast group of society? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, because um, like when St. Nikolai came here, from what I know, he 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 basically tried his best to dive into Japanese culture. Mm-hmm. Like, I right. think one of the stories is he got kicked out of a of, out of a school because they they got suspicious of him being there. I think it was yeah. like a Buddhist Buddhist school, I think. And he, he basically said, OK, I'm going to insert myself into this aspect of your culture because I want to mm-hmm. learn about it. And it kind of made people uncomfortable because like, wait, why, why are you here? He said, no, I'm just trying to learn. I just want to connect with you. And, you know, that, that can, I think, kind of be a reaction that if you try to give that, yeah. Yeah. And so even though the people in the church, they're, they're all mostly, I mean, I know they're foreigners as well. Like there is a Japanese foundation, like a Jap, like there are Japanese people who were born into it. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, um, and then, yeah. even then, they don't want to reach out to their own people, their own. Well, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say they don't want to. I, I would or they not don't say know they how. Don't. Rather, perhaps they don't I, know I would, how. I, 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 
See, I, I don't know about the individual person. I, I would just sure. I would just say that it appears to be a question of 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 how do we do it? But but yeah. then but then see I've gotten I've gotten answers from Japanese people from um, from priests and stuff like that where it's a very kind of Japanese way of thinking of where it's it's through your action, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, of course, there's this actual verbal spreading of the gospel. It's also, but I've gotten a lot of responses. If it's how you behave, sure. right? It's it's you give that, for, and that kind of made me rethink this whole thing of, well, hold up, maybe it's, right. you know, we well, don't, yeah. yeah. No, I, w- I was just going to say, regardless of, of the way, of where we're at now, I yeah. think we you know, from what you have shared about St. Nikolai and <clears throat> the future, the future well, of it. Well, yeah. And, and also just, just other, other examples of, I mean, Christ himself and the apostles yeah. and the, mm. and the saints and the martyrs, there's a certain mm. boldness that they all exhibit that I think, you know, we can all agree to one extent or another, at least I can say even just in my own life, I feel like, you know, I, I ask myself, where is, where is that boldness in me? You know, like where, yeah. where, you know, what, why, why am I afraid of the world? Why am I afraid of, you know, society impinging on, on my faith and, and, and corrupting my faith and, and watering it down rather than why isn't the culture afraid of me? <laughs> you know, like, yeah. you know, I mean, you know, and, and that, I mean, in, in that way, I mean, like Christ was, was that in the sense that he, you know, I mean, the, the scribes and the Pharisees were afraid of him because they were afraid that he was going to be, you know, um, kind of causing trouble and, and, and sort of, you know, uh, disturbing the status quo. Um, and, and with, with many of the saints, I mean, I think, you know, they not necessarily because they had any sort of like revolutionary spirit or they were rabble rousers or anything like that. It had nothing, it wasn't even so much that it was just their mm. holiness and their, their, their prayerfulness and their, 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 who they were mm. automatically came in, in conflict with, with certain elements of the world and of society. And, mm-hmm. and, um, and, you know, why is it that there's no tension between me and society? Or if there is tension, it's not because I am, sort of pushing against society. It's that I feel society, I, I'm the victim in a certain sense, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it, it, you know, and, and, and so I don't even know what the question is or something, but just, it's, it's sort of like a, an admiration of, of these people, of Christ himself and of these people. Yeah. And then a, a question of my own witness or lack thereof, or the church's witness. Or yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm, really, um, I'm really curious, like, what happened after Nikolai, St. Nikolai died, mm-hmm. you know, what, what, how did they deal, you know, how, how did it, what did happen? You know, not that, not that it, not to say yeah. that it all collapsed right after he died, obviously it didn't, right. but, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm curious to know what the, what it looked like. Stresses. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, stresses. stresses. There were, uh-huh. to, to put it lightly, stresses, but again, with that specific topic, um, if, if you really, really want to know, I can, uh, 
try and get you in contact with some folks that know that history that were either here for it or actually like know in detail because I've heard a little bits of it and I heard like especially during like the Cold War era uh, I heard that the church in Japan had a little had some problems because you know there's the connection there was connections to to Russia and then there's all these other things and so yeah um, but back to that thing of of being you know that that boldness which is you know honestly something i i kind of struggle with because i'm in such a a a peaceful relatively speaking country Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i'm a very nervous person like i don't like dealing with conflict and then i keep kind of you know hearing these things of the saints and the martyrs being that bold and i'm kind of like i'm i'm like bro i'm not there yet man um like, am I supposed to do that now? Like, I can't do that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But then I'm, 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 I've discovered little ways uh, to kind of let my orthodoxy out, right? Because mm-hmm. if if you get down to it, there's a big ignorance problem of Christianity in Japan. It's like I think that you know, it's that's a huge huge thing here like it like the the misunderstandings of things about christianity the lack of knowledge of what of christianity is so big that it's like okay i need to find a completely different way of articulating this to you now of course you get people that you know um that japanese people that would find information about Christ and through that they would become baptized and stuff because like I knew a girl who um she was baptized in Tokyo I think about two years ago or so and asked her as I have and she's Japanese I asked her as I how did you become to find this and she's like well you know I was going through online searching for something she found some phrase or something that she found was interesting I was like, oh what's that and mm-hmm. she she came across the the I think the page for um uh St. Nicholas Cathedral. Hmm. And she's like, all right, well, let me, let me go by there. She went by there and, you know, uh, eventually got baptized, you know, but um, like I've noticed there's so much uh, lack of information that it's kind of like, okay, for me personally, how do I approach this? Cause I'm, you know, I worked in high schools, right. Uh, Mainly as my main job. And so I teach a lot of high school kids. I'm thinking, okay, you know, there there's the option of just being full like fully you know intense about it but like if i come up to people and talk about jesus like are are they going to understand the perspective i'm coming from you know mm-hmm. um yeah how are they about that kind of thing there religion in schools um like discussing it seems to be pretty you know they're like okay we'll just discuss it i mean it doesn't matter we'll we'll talk about it right it's Mm -hmm. kind of which which i think is a fantastic situation to be in comparatively because it's just like i had no idea i have no idea about that yeah sure why not it doesn't have the same stigma or right it kind of has this blank canvas where you can kind of just start a conversation especially like non western forms of christianity like mm-hmm. you know that's yeah. not known basically mm-hmm. and so it's kind of cool because it gives us a chance to kind of talk about it mm-hmm. um so that's something i'm thankful for like a simple a simple way to put it like 
Okay, so like I said, I work in high schools and that gives me an opportunity to try to, as I think about it, be God willing, a slight push is, is the best I can hope for now. You know what I mean? Is, is um, the best way I can explain it. Um, Cause I deal with people that are, you know, 17, 18, 15, 16. And it's like, okay, God willing in 10, 20 years, when you're doing stuff, you're probably not going to remember me. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is fine. You don't have to remember me, but is there some sort of like spiritual time capsule I can through God's grace implant in you mm-hmm. that even if you don't consciously know what it is, there's a slight push, yeah. you know, I like that. Um, and I, I, yeah. if I, if I can just interject, I mean, one, one thing you mentioned was that the tension that you feel between hearing the, the stories of Christ and the, and, and the martyrs and the saints and so, sort of, you know, seeing the magnitude of their boldness and then like, you know, living as you are in a relatively peaceful country. And as you, as you put it, sort of having that feeling of like, I, I can't do this. Like I, I'm yeah. not, you know, I'm, I, I don't feel that. But then like, I think your conclusion, I think was very, very helpful, which was just, you know, the little things, right? Like what are, what are the yeah. little ways that I can be bold, right? Like, you know, cause I, I think that's perhaps that's, that's where part of the, the negative tension arises between those stories and our experience is we, we see that those stories in very like big terms, yeah, sort of kind of grandiose big terms. But what we don't see is, is the, the little battles that were fought by the saints that probably didn't even make it into the, the, the hagiographies and the, you know, the, the, and, and actually along those lines, maybe this is, this would be a good time to talk a little bit about your discovery of, of St. Nikolai's own struggle with, with kind of feeling Mm. despondent and, uh, and kind of, again, not to, you know, the, yeah, I mean, I think it actually enriches one's understanding and, and view of that's a segue. That's a segue right there. I like it. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Thank you for nice. bringing it up. Yeah. That um, was a nice segue. Yeah, I like. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Better um, than a Segway scooter. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to make that reference. Oh, I wanted to say that. Um, uh, no. So yeah, another another thing that um, is kind of difficult about being in a non-orthodox country is that you kind of lose uh, that kind of spiritual support system. We don't lose it, but it becomes a little bit more difficult to to kind of yeah, yeah. keep to keep at the same levels, um, you know. Especially if you deal with any sort of stresses, you know. Because I've I've dealt with like you know depression and anxiety for like a good while, and I've I've had while being in Japan, I've had a couple like you know. There's nothing like stressing and crying on a train. Like that's that's what's up, but you know um to that end to to that end you know you know you know that time where you're on the train with your wife discussing things and it's really stressful and you just start crying and your wife looks at you like bro you okay you good you good you good (laughs) (laughs) yeah we all we've all been there right Um, yeah and um, i was i was on a train once in high school sorry to interrupt you but uh i i used to ride the train back and forth to high school and i had my headphones in and I was listening to, I mean, this was high school, right? So I was listening yeah. to, um, I think it was like, 
uh it was like uh lincoln park or something like that I don't oh, remember oh i love lincoln park yeah. oh oh it, yeah it might it actually i think it might have actually been creed but anyway that, that's uh, oh. yeah <laughs> but anyway so so yeah. i had it like blasting in my ears right did yeah. you cry what's that yeah no no i didn't cry and uh and <laughs> and uh and the, the train was relatively crowded and I was sitting mm. there and I, I had, I had developed the, I think the very wise uh, skill of being able to sort of nod off just enough to, to, to get some sleep, but, but not mm. enough to miss my stop. Yeah. And uh, so I, I was sort of nodding off and then all of a sudden, like, like something like prompted me to open my eyes for like a split second. And all of a sudden and I see papers, all over the floor in front of me mm. and 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 because i was like half asleep i just assumed that they were my own right mm -hmm. so i like and, and i have music blasting in my ears right? right and 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 uh it's a pretty crowded and so i'm just like oh no like i yell out like some sort of like you know really loud in this crowded train and mm. then I come to realize that they weren't my papers. They were somebody else's papers that they, oh. and they were picking them up. So I was just like, so it's just like, I'm this like random person that just like wakes up and just yells out. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> the train. Yeah. So, anyways. It happens. I mean, you, you, you need, you need to look up some of the things that happen in Japanese trains. It's, it gets, really? it gets weird. Yeah. No, it gets weird. Um, but that's, you know, so what was I talking about? Oh yeah. So, um, one like, day, um, I was having, from, yeah. Yeah, uh, one day I was having I was having a really like rough time, and uh, some years back I I was able to come across um, the Japanese translations of Saint Nicholas Diaries, so he basically wrote from the time from his early I think the earliest one I can remember is like eighteen seventies maybe late eighteen sixties I'm not sure all the way up until like shortly before his death right mm -hmm. so he wrote for like sixty some odd years in his diaries. And I was just thumbing through it, and I ran across this um, entry from around 1901, and it's basically him writing down an experience of having like like a about a depression, you know. Mm. Um, and he basically said something to the effect, "I feel like I'm just like drifting in this this gloomy state. Um, it's been going on for a few days." uh don't know really what the cause of it is uh it could be this it could be that but then he says he says something towards the end of it it's not me essentially mm -hmm. he says it's not me this yeah. is not my permanent state sure um and then he said towards the end i'm gonna go i'm gonna go to church i'm gonna receive communion i'm gonna be good mm -hmm. and i'm like yeah and that 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 really like made my heart stop when i saw it I was like yeah. whoa because like i needed that right then you know? yeah that's powerful um, on a lot of levels. I mean, it's, 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 it's a powerful piece of advice, no matter who it was and no matter how it was given, but it's also powerful insofar as you kind of, you get this very rare inner glimpse into the, the struggle of a, of a holy person. And, you know, yeah, the, I think, I mean, it's, it's easy to fall into that kind of caricatured view of holiness that, you know, you know, people, saints are, are sort of, like come out of the come out of the the womb like levitating you know and yeah. uh and and you know just the realization that they are real fallen human beings that struggle with sin and in the midst of all of that they 
they are they're being sanctified i think it makes their holiness to me actually even more um palpable and more present um you know because they're they're you know they're they are struggling and they're they're dealing with the real temptations and real real problems yeah Yeah. with that i get get two more things to that um to that end uh one is uh i remember commenting to a japanese brother one time we were after um pasca we were having you know the 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 lunch with everybody and we were talking about saint nikolai and i said something to the effect of yeah he did all of these things creating this church because he's a saint and and the japanese brother was like no no it's the opposite he's a saint because he did all that mm. stuff mm-hmm. you know that's good and, yeah. and it kind of made me think it's like it's like oh yeah and then <laughs> um i was like you're right and then the last thing it's if if any of y'all listen to this uh teaches um i'm gonna I'm tell y'all my little i guess you could call it a prayer i, I don't conceive of it as one but i guess it is one uh, I've gotten into this habit where every time I step on school grounds, I stop and cross myself. Not, not because it's like I'm entering. Well, I mean, in a way, how I view it, it's like yeah, it's like I'm entering a holy space in the sense that, well, I'm going to be presented with a room full of the icons of God, right? Sure. And in that forty, fifty minutes of that lesson, underpinning the whole lesson that I'm teaching is there should be some element of Christianity in there, right? In sure. in how I uh uh deal with the individual students and the little tiny greetings and the little tiny things that I do, there should be like like Father John at uh Saint Elizabeth said said one time is like when you um interact with somebody, like you get the two choices, you can either guide them towards Christ or guide them towards darkness. Mm. And so like those little tiny interactions, how can I slightly nudge them towards the better option? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, so I do this thing. So like I cross myself and bow when I enter the school grounds, because a lot of Japanese schools, they have like this front gates. Right. Um, and then every time I enter the classroom, it's kind of a mixture of that and Japanese culture, kind of orthodoxy and Japanese culture. Like I, students don't do it, but I do it. Like I'll bow before I enter the classroom hmm. and then I'll have, uh, cause how the Japanese high school works is you'll have the students and then you'll have like a little podium and a, and a, um, or a little stage and a podium for the teacher. So the teacher's like a few inches above everybody. And so nice. I have my books, and I'll make like a little sign of the cross over my books. So I'll just do like a little prayer. And they, they don't know what I'm, they don't notice what I'm doing. But if you ever are in the back of the classroom and you look at me, you'll see me kind of look up, up to the ceiling and yeah. then do like the little, like, you know, like when the priest or like the bishop will come out and they're like, forgive me, forgive me. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like, I, I basically do that every time before I start a lesson. Nice. They don't know what I'm doing. I'm like, that's cool. Cause y'all don't need to know what I'm doing. But it's like it's, a mini, it's, a mini gesture. Yeah, it's kind of like like that. Uh, like I'll do that, that, nice. and then I'll begin. Um, nice. Because because it's like I, you know, I don't know how to go out and be like, you know, an evangelist Ooh. type person. But it's like, hey, I, I I can do this. You know, I can do my little bow. I can do my little prayer. I can I can do something. Yeah. 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 It's the little things. The little things, exactly. 
Yeah. Well, I think unfortunately we have to end. Yeah. Uh, no. We could end though. Uh, I think we should come back some. I agree. Some point. And, uh, have another converse, ongoing conversation. Yeah, we want to hear how things are going out there in, in Japan. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If, and, if y'all want later on, um, some of the people I mentioned, I can I can yeah, get y'all in contact with them. Uh, yeah, that'd I think, be wonderful. I think y'all would y'all would love it. Likewise. Uh, yeah. No, that 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 sounds that sounds wonderful. And and you know, Nikolai, I think there's there's something beautiful about your connection with Saint Nikolai about you know your 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 being in Japan having this heart for missions um you know and 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 uh and I think you you yourself articulated the hope in the midst of that is that you know um as my spiritual father once said you know we 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 do the arithmetic and god takes care of the geometry you know like we we do the simple stuff and god takes care of all the complex yeah. stuff and i think the thing that you know, in thinking about it on the, on that level, that we uh, that I can struggle with is when I look at the life of a saint, I see the geometry, and it kind of yeah. freaks me out a little bit. Yeah, you know? and, and and I forget that that the saint was was remaining faithful to God in the in in the little things, you know. And of mm. course, you know, you know, I'm never, you know, maybe I'll never be like, um, you know, a certain saint. Mm-hmm. Um, given their circumstances and their inner struggle and things like that, but I think mm-hmm. it is universal to say that that um, that it is it, it's our duty to to be faithful to the little things, and God takes care of the big things, and uh, mm-hmm. and then and then people will look at us even or, or or at the work that we've done, and be like, whoa, like how could Nikolai have done something like that, and all you were doing was looking up and bowing a little bit and, uh, yeah. and love it and loving yeah. a lot. And, uh, you know, so it's, it's, I think that's a very good note to end on for all of us and very encouraging, mm-hmm. you know, to, to remember that, you know, we're not being asked to do these kind of gargantuan, um, you know, tasks of, of kind of converting a whole nation or something like that. We're called to, to do the, the tiniest of, of acts and that, that through that God can, can work, wonders that we're probably not even going to be aware of in our lifetime so baby steps amen baby steps baby steps so it's been a a pleasure nikolai thank you so much for being with us thank you both thank y'all very much for letting me do this y'all enjoy serbia is it serbia and thank y'all very much and uh you know to everybody who's listening to this you know keep it up keep up the struggle you know. Amen. Yeah. Amen. But thank y'all very much. All right. I'm gonna go drink some coffee. <laughs>